1: Thank you, David. We appreciate Silicon Valley High School helping us to get these podcasts out to the hundreds of thousands of listeners from all over the world. So I hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for tuning in
0: to the New Heights Show on Education. This is your host, Brianna Densher. THE NEW HEIGHTS EDUCATIONAL GROUP INCORPORATION PROMOTES LITERACY FOR CHILDREN AND ADULTS BY OFFERING A RANGE OF EDUCATIONAL SUPPORT SERVICES. SUCH SERVICES INCLUDE ASSISTING FAMILIES IN THE SELECTION OF SCHOOLS, ORGANIZATION OF EDUCATIONAL ACTIVITIES, AND ACQUISITION OF MATERIALS. We promote a healthy learning environment and enrichment programs for families of preschool and school-age children, including children with special needs. The New Heights Educational Group offers support to all students, either in public schools, private schools, charter schools, or to homeschooled students. Right now, you might be struggling through your classes or even failing them. You might be worried that you may not finish high school. There might have even been a thought that you may not be smart enough. Well, the New Heights Educational Group begs to differ. We not only think you are smart enough, but with our help, you will complete your high school diploma. The New Heights Educational Group strives to improve your academic success through its tutoring services. To learn more, please visit newheightseducation.org and contact us. New Heights Educational Group, educational resources to help reach your goals. Anna, thank you so much for being once again on the show with me and co-hosting the second segment of the show today.
1: Thank you for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you, Anna. And as we discussed the topic of animals last week, where we talked a little bit about the pros and cons of having pets in the classroom, this week we're kind of elaborating more on the idea of having pets. And we will be discussing the topic of pros and cons of having a dog versus having a cat. And now for the announcements for this week. And Anna, you can go ahead with the announcements.
1: All right, so today's announcement involves the New Hyde Educational Group that has been granted a four one-day Disney park hopper tickets to be raffled off for fundraising purposes. And Pamela Clark, the executive director, stated, we want to thank Disney for these tickets. We appreciate the donation and support they have shown us in helping us raise much-needed funds. And these tickets will be raffled off in sets of two on the following website. It's a little bit long, so please bear with us. Um, wwwnewheightseducationorg slash N-H-E-G news slash Disney park dash tickets dash raffle. And the tickets will be fifty dollars each. Um, if you get two of them, you'll get them for eighty dollars. Three for one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Four for two hundred and five. For two hundred fifty dollars. The auction will end September thirtieth, two thousand seventeen. These tickets valued at six hundred and forty-eight dollars are valid during normal operating hours and provide admission to a magical one-day experience at Disney theme parks. Passes will provide the recipients with a magical experience of visiting all of our unique theme parks, which includes the the Magic Kingdom Park, Epcot, Disney's Hollywood Studios, and Disney's Animal Kingdom all in one day. Current park hours and general information may be obtained by calling 407-824-4321. The tickets can only be used at the park designated on the ticket, have no cash value, and cannot be upgraded, nor can they be applied toward a package to meet eligibility requirements. They will be subject to blockout dates. They may not be used for admission from December 25th To the 31st of any year through their expiration date. Please also note that these tickets will expire within two years from the date issued and cannot be replaced if lost, stolen, used, or expired. And those are all the announcements for today's show. So let's move on to the cats and dogs.
0: Thank you, Anna. And as you mentioned, the New Heights Educational Group has all of these events going on. And of course, the raffle that is to take place for the Disney tickets. And if you are interested in learning more about the New Heights Educational Group and the services that we provide, you're welcome to visit our website at newheightseducation.org. And as I mentioned today, we are discussing the topic of having a cat versus having a dog and the pros and cons of each. And this was a topic suggested by Anna herself. And it is a very exciting topic, I think, especially for anyone who is interested in either acquiring some sort of an animal or bringing home an animal. So these are definitely great tips and helpful tips that we will be giving you guys today to help you learn more a little bit about the benefits and the pros and cons of having both a cat versus having a dog. So, Anna, I know that you did a lot of research on this topic and you did the pros and you also mentioned the cons of having a dog and a cat. So, what are some ideas that you discovered when you were doing research on this topic?
1: Well, for the dogs, I found for the pros that obviously dogs are very cute and they love to run and they love to play with you. So really, they're a lot of fun to be with, as I'm sure any dog owner knows and any tubing dog owner is excited for. Also, dogs love to cuddle. So if at any time you feel like snuggling up to your dog or if you're just having a bad day, go for it. But you should just be aware that dogs who like cuddling mainly applies to the bigger dogs, which I know kind of seems weird considering smaller dogs are more cuddle size. but smaller dogs can learn to cuddle too, which is a good thing. Also, dogs are loyal until the very end, as I'm sure everyone knows, because dogs are called the man's best friend, and they will follow you until the end of the earth. Also, because you need to wash your dog twice a day, I believe, you'll get a lot of exercise, which is always good because humans were evolved to exercise. And this can help you decrease your risk of high cholesterol, diabetes, and lose weight, as well as countless other benefits. Also, as I mentioned before, dogs are, are called a man's best friend, and they're not called that for nothing. So whenever you're feeling down or lonely or if you're even celebrating a good day, your dog will be there for you to have your shoulder to cry on or celebrate with you. And this doesn't just go for you. It goes for the whole family. Also, your dog increases your personal and family safety, and dogs will bark when they detect a foreign visitor coming toward your house, and they can also sense disasters, such as earthquakes, much better than humans can. So, if at any time there's some kind of a disaster coming, you'll be pretty safe as far as having a dog in your house. And having a dog, um, however, can bring some problems, because... Going on to the cons, uh, dog per, a dog presents a really big responsibility and time commitment because a dog needs a lot of space to run and to enjoy his surroundings. So if you live in a really close packed area like a city or you're really, really busy and you don't have enough time to spend with your dog, then you should probably consider getting a different pet like a fish and not getting a dog because it requires so much of a time commitment. Also, taking care of a dog can be really expensive, as I'm sure many dog owners know, because you need to pay for dog food, vet visits. If your dog is healthy, you'll only have to check them once a year, but if they have fleas or if they are sick, you'll most likely have to pay a lot more for the vet. Also when you go on vacation, you'll have to put your dog in dog kennels, and those things are expensive. And besides dog kennels, um, you can get a friend or a close relative to watch your dog while you're away. However, they do have to have at least some experience on how to take care of a dog. And either way, you will need someone to watch your best friend while you're gone. And... These were some of the cons and the pros that I found for having a dog Um, and I know you did a lot of research too, Brianna, on the pros and cons of having a cat in the house as well as having a dog too and uh, what kind of ideas did you find during your research?
0: Well, thank you, Anna. That was definitely a lot of research, and I think a lot of helpful research also. And I think it's also important to note that no matter if you're choosing a dog or a cat, having a pet of any kind, whether it is a fish or a hamster, is going to bring a lot of responsibility into your life and into your family's life. So even if you are planning on getting you know, a dog or a cat, you'll still need to make sure that you're managing your time to spend that time to bond with your pet even if it is 10 or 15 minutes per day you know you need that time commitment and you need to also be held responsible for taking care of your pet so if it is a dog you need to make sure that you are taking him or her outside every single day Um, a cat that you are brushing it that you know you're kind of spending time with your pet and I think a lot of people kind of have this misconception when they bring any kind of pet into their home that a pet could just wander off and be by themselves and the most important thing that an owner can do for a pet is to make sure that they are spending time with that pet and that they are devoting all of the time that they have and that they are giving love to that animal whether it is a cat or a dog and Anna as you mentioned Dogs do, the the main pro I think of having a dog is definitely that they allow you to be more active. They allow you to go outside more. So you kind of have a reason for going outside and walking every single day, whereas cats usually tend to sit at home. And I think this goes on to the next, some of the, I would say, cons of having a cat. And the first one is that... As you did the research on this, cats do shed a lot of fur and it can get everywhere. And although combing them regularly helps a little bit, there will still be a lot of fur. And another thing to point out is that cats need to, you need to change the litter box for a cat because. It's very difficult to train a cat, whereas it is a little bit easier to train a dog, I would think. And cats rarely go outside. You know, you will – I don't think you would ever see or very rarely would you see a cat being walked outside as a dog is. So cats are mostly animals who stay indoors. And that is important to note if, you know, you do have – expensive furniture in your house, which could get scratched, or you do have nice carpets in your house, which the cat will, you know, use as a bathroom. So, it's important to make sure that you are kind of taking those things into consideration if you are considering getting a cat, because as I mentioned, cats are more you know, animals that are indoors, whereas dogs do love to be outdoors. And if a dog has to go to the bathroom, they will usually want to go outside, whereas a cat will just, you know, use the inside for doing his or her business. So definitely I think if you are considering getting – Deciding between getting a cat or a dog Those are some important things to note Whether you will put the responsibility In your hands of making sure That your dog goes out every single day And a few times a day even Not just once or twice But like four or five times You know, you really have to become The dog's best friend As they say in the setting You know, you have to become the dog's friend And make sure that you are taking him Wherever you may be going And I know I've mentioned all these cons of having a cat, but I think, you know, definitely having a cat does have its pros. And one of those is that they don't require a lot of time. So as popular culture suggests, cats are typically fairly independent creatures who know how to take care of themselves. So as long as you are changing the litter, the food, and the water regularly, cats will be fine. And also cats can clean themselves, so you don't necessarily have to spend as much time cleaning your cat as you would with a dog. This podcast is brought to you by Silicon Valley High School, the world's fastest-growing, video-based, self-paced, teacher-supported, fully accredited online school that's recommended by more than 96% of students. Take individual courses at just $95 each or earn your high school diploma at any age. Check us out at svhs.co. Also, another thing to note, and Anna, you mentioned this, especially when a dog owner is going on vacation, there's a lot of responsibility for that because dogs Mm -hmm. are animals who like to socialize, especially with people, and leaving a dog at home for days is very difficult, whereas cats can be at home by themselves for a few days and they won't get as anxious to see you or to socialize with humans because cats by nature are a little bit more independent than dogs. And of course, I think really, as I mentioned, if you are deciding on getting a cat or a dog, the most important thing that you can do is definitely to ask yourself if you have that much time on your hands that you're willing to devote for bringing an animal home because whether you are getting a cat or a dog you will have to still take care of that animal you will have to give them food you will have to give them water you will have to at some point take them outside even if it is a cat you will have to take them into your balcony or your backyard that so the cat can kind of see the outside world as well. And if you are going on vacation, you cannot just get up and leave. You will have to make either arrangements for where the pet will stay during that certain period of time, or you will have to bring the pet with you, which can cost a lot of money. And there may be hotels or airplanes that will not take your pets, so you will have to make special accommodations. And also the last thing that I wanted to point out before I hand it back to you, Anna, is the fact that if you are considering getting an animal is to make sure that you understand the costs that the animal will come with. So this does not necessarily reflect on the emotional Part that you will have to devote and the time commitment to the animal, but most importantly, the cost that you will have to spend to make sure that the animal is happy and is in a good condition. And taking an animal, whether it is a pet, whether it is a cat or a dog, to a vet can be very expensive. And especially if you if the pet is getting shots or if the pet gets sick for whatever reason, you may have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars. So those are some things to consider if you are bringing a pet home, whether before you even start deciding whether you want a cat or a dog, is to ask yourself, am I ready to put in this much commitment, this much time? And do I have enough money and finances to bring an animal into my house? So those are just some of my little suggestions. And I think some of the pros and cons of having a cat And Anna, now that we've kind of discussed briefly the pros and cons of having both a cat and a dog, what do you think are some of the things to look out for when one is choosing the kind of pet that they want or when one is just choosing a pet in general?
1: Well, um, as you said before, the vet visit and the time commitment, those are really big ones um, for any pet in particular, whether it be a fish, cat, dog, whatever. Um, and time commitment, I suppose, um, personally, I view that as a very big one. As we know, um, we are both high school students and we are very busy with our time, and I'm sure our parents are very busy uh, what with working and taking. Of some chores in the house. excuse me, taking care of some chores in the house, and a time commitment to an animal is really a big thing, especially when um, you're going to have to feed it, take it to the vet, give it water, take care of it, play with it, even because. An animal in your house is just like having a baby in your house, and both of them you will have to spend a lot of time with because you need to, well, at least potty train them and feed them, give them water, etc. And as you mentioned before, event visits are very expensive, and even if it's just getting shot uh, for the flu or some other common uh, virus or sickness in animals, it can cost humans thousands of dollars just to pay for that. And that is something you really need to consider, especially if you feel like you won't be able to provide that money for your pet. So if you think you might not be able to, you might think about getting a pet that is more low maintenance and less likely to need a lot of visits to the vet, such as a fish. Fish are very great starter pets, especially if you haven't had a pet before. And this goes on to another topic, which is experience in taking care of a pet. So I remember when I first got my cat at my house, I had never taken care of any pet before besides fish, but my mom had taken care of a cat when she was little, so she knew how to take care of a cat. So even though I didn't know how to take care of it, my mom did. However, if it was just me by myself, I probably would have been a little bit more hesitant about getting a cat because I didn't know anything about how to take care of one besides just some research that I could do on the internet and maybe asking some friends. So if you want to say for example get a dog, dogs are one of the pets that need a lot of responsibility because they require a lot of more training and more of a time commitment than cats. And if you are thinking of getting a dog and you don't know anyone who has ever gotten one and you yourself have never taken care of one, then you should consider maybe starting out with something more low maintenance. Like I said before, fish are great starter pets because the most you need to do is feed them and clean their tank and keep them alive. Honestly, <laughs> and um, having a dog is a very big time commitment. So if but however, if you do know a lot about taking care of a dog, or maybe if you don't, or if you were in my situation and one of your parents had taken care of 10 puppies, or a puppy or something when they were young, then maybe you can get a dog because you can learn from your parents about how to take care of the puppy and more about how to take care of the dog when you grow older and when you move out of the house and you might think, oh, I see a dog for myself. So I think experience, time, commitment, and definitely money are some of the biggest factors that pet owners should take in when um, they're considering getting a new pet um, and considering what kind of a pet to get.
0: Definitely. And, you know, Anna, I love how you said that having a pet is the same as having a baby in the house because that's exactly true, you know, like you have to change the diapers of a baby. You have to make sure that he or she is fed, that they are being taken care of. That's the same thing that goes for a pet. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the benefits of having a pet, of course, is the fact that they are companions in the house. They bring a lot of positive energy into the home. And they do teach kids a lot of responsibilities. So if, you know, you are a child who is in elementary school or middle school, having a pet may allow you to get a sense of what it means to be held responsible when you are feeding the pet at a certain time, taking him out for walks, making sure that he's clean, making sure that he gets vet checkups. So these are some important things, but I do think that if anyone is getting a pet whether big or small or no matter how old you are, the first and foremost thing that you need to ask yourself is if I if, if am I ready to get a pet? And a lot of the times you might think that you are, but you're really not. And you also have to make sure that you do have a positive environment in your home before you do bring a pet into the house. Perhaps you might need to... And do some sort of reconstruction in your home or maybe there are some issues going on in your family that you would first need to undress before bringing a pet into a house because pets, unlike most people think, pets do sense a lot of the negative energy that can come from their owners and that may bring sadness and depression to pets. So you do have to make sure that you do have a positive energy in your house before you are bringing any kind of animal into your home. And mm-hmm. Anna, as you mentioned, of course, experience, I think that's one of the biggest things that you can, you know, consider before you do get a pet because having experience is a huge when you are considering what animal to get. And if you don't have any kind of experience with a certain animal, then definitely doing a lot of research beforehand is a great way to go. And I would think that the first steps to this particular step, the first many steps that you can take is first and foremost, do research either at the library or get some books, go online and take a look at the pros and cons and the benefits of having each kind of pet. And not only only each kind of pet not only just the dog benefits of having a dog or a cat but really the kind of breed also and of course there's a lot of different kinds of dogs out there there's some dogs that are really fast like greyhounds and then there's other dogs like chihuahuas that are small so you have to kind of take a look at the different breeds and which one you think would be better for you and which one you think you would be best be able to take care of and Once you have done some research and you have decided fully that you are ready for a pet, then I would definitely suggest the next step is to visit either a local animal shelter or visit some sort of a local area where you're able to interact with some of the pets. And I know for sure that a lot of cities, especially the major cities, they have a number of animal shelters that will gladly take in people who are willing to volunteer by taking care of either the dogs or the cats or the birds or whatever other kind of animals they have and by volunteering and by Having this experience with an animal will allow you to better understand if this kind of animal is right for you. Because just by looking at a picture or on the internet and seeing how cute an animal is, is not really the way to go. You really have to interact with that sort of animal On some sort of a basis, whether it is a few days or a few weeks, and then decide if you are ready to commit yourself to bringing a pet into the house. Because once you bring a pet into the house, it's going to be very, very difficult for you to be able to interact with that pet if you do not have any sort of experience. And especially if you decide to bring a big dog into your house that is a full adult and you have no idea how to control it or how to train it. So definitely those are my kind of my tips, my personal tips for ways on how people who are interested in bringing a pet into their house, some of the things that they should really consider before they do decide to go out and officially either buy or adopt a dog or a cat. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, so those are kind of my suggestions. And, Anna, I know it is almost time to wrap up the show. So do you have any final thoughts for our listeners today on this topic?
1: Um, well, since the show is ending, I'll just briefly go over a couple of Points really. Um, I definitely agree with what you said um, about having people go into animal shelters to get some experience that way with taking care of animals. I think that's a great way for people to get some hands on activities with the animals, whether it be dogs or even hamsters or guinea pigs or even lizards, maybe. And I think lots of animal shelters are really looking for volunteers all the time because you can really never have enough volunteers, really, for anything because volunteers are always needed, and... um It's more of a win-win situation where both you get experience with taking care of an animal that you think you might want to have in your house and the animal shelter gets you there to help them with any of the activities that they need help with, whether it be, although these are really probably dirty jobs such as cleaning cages or walking the dogs and cleaning up their business, um, you do get a lot of experience because when you, for example, when you see a baby on the internet a picture of a baby everyone thinks babies are cute and like Brianna said if you see an animal is cute that doesn't necessarily mean you're ready for it so the same goes with a baby so if you see a cute baby on the internet you're like oh my gosh it's so cute but But you really know that if you become a mother you're going to lose a lot of sleep in the beginning because babies cry a lot in the beginning in the night in the middle of the night when you're sleeping soundly and they need their milk Um, So the same goes with an animal like Brianna said you can't just tell from a picture An animal is going to be low maintenance or high maintenance because cuteness doesn't really tell you anything besides the fact that the animal is cute and um, Those are just some of the few points that I will wrap up the show with, with Brianna. And I believe it is almost time for the show to end, really. Yes. Uh.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) Thank you so much, Anna, for uh, giving all of your thoughts on this topic. And I definitely agree with you. And just as a final point, I wanted to let everyone know that if you are considering you know officially getting a pet then the idea with going to a local animal shelter and perhaps even interacting choosing an animal that you would want to adopt and interacting with that specific animal if it is a few days or just going there for a few weeks and just getting to know the animal will really allow you to form a much closer bond with that animal and will even maybe allow you to adopt that sort of animal or even that animal himself if you do enjoy being around that exact pet. So I think definitely the best thing to do is to start volunteering at a shelter if you are considering or have given thought to adopting any kind of animal and just to kind of see what kind of responsibility you will be faced with if you do bring an animal into your house. So, yeah. yeah. So I think those are kind of my final thoughts for this week's show. And Anna, once again, thank you so much for being on today's show. This was another great topic to do and I think a very important topic also for anyone out there because I think everyone out there has at some point considered getting a pet or bringing a pet home and Mm -hmm. this was definitely a show that educates not only you and myself but also all of the listeners today as to what it really means to have either a dog or a cat in your house so thank you once again so much Anna for doing this show with me today and co-hosting last week's episode and this week's episode
1: no problem at all. It's been a lot of fun co-hosting with
0: you. <laughs> thank you, Anna. And to all of my listeners, thank you once again for tuning into this week's show.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's show. Don't forget to rate us and follow us on your podcast player. Check out our show page, radio.newheightseducation.org, for monthly announcements and other happenings.